Hi, Tim Roy for Warriors.com. We continue to mock the 2013 NBA draft. We're now up to pick 11. Let's run down the selections so far. The Cleveland Cavaliers opened our draft with Nerlens Noel of Kentucky, the seven-footer who's only 18 years of age. Shooting guard Ben McLemore of Kansas went to Orlando with a number two selection. The Washington Wizards picking third took Otto Porter of Georgetown, while the Charlotte Bobcats in the number four slot took power forward Anthony Bennett of UNLV. The Phoenix Suns were picking number five, and Victor Olodipo of Indiana went to Phoenix, and the New Orleans Pelicans taking the sixth selection with Alex Len, a seven-footer from Maryland who played so much better in his sophomore season than he did in his freshman year. The Sacramento Kings taking the seventh selection took point guard Trey Burke out of Michigan, a 20-year-old Point guard, six foot one. The Detroit Pistons picking eighth took C.J. McCollum of Lehigh, who was 21 years of age and is sort of a, a cross hybrid between a point guard and a shooting guard. Minnesota with a number nine pick took Contavious Caldwell Pope of Georgia. And then the Portland Trailblazers on the clock at number 10 took Cody Zeller, the power forward slash center from Indiana, who, of course, was the cover boy for Sports Illustrated this year in their college basketball issue. That brings us to the Philadelphia 76ers. And from the Philadelphia Daily News, Bob Cooney is the beat writer for the Sixers, who are coming off a 34-48 and season. They have a little bit of cap room. But they have uh, a whole bunch of unrestricted free agents. But, Bob, first of all, let's go back to last year. Certainly, uh, that was not the season uh, the Sixers had in mind when they were part of the uh, big trade with the Lakers in the offseason. Doug Collins getting a, a great big man to work with. Allegedly, it just never panned out. Yeah, never panned out at all, Tim. And it you know, just totally set them back from day one. You know, media day comes, everybody's anxious to, to see what this new team is all about, and, and that's the first time we get word that Andrew Bynum has a knee bruise, uh, a, a bone bruise on his knee, and then it just went downhill from there throughout the whole season. Uh, not available at all to play, limited time on the floor with the players, mostly by himself. Every once in a while he'd get on the floor with some players, and everybody had the same reaction. This guy, you can just see it, how 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 his presence could make this team so much better, but he just never got himself healthy. Got himself healthy enough to get on the floor, and I don't know if he's ever going to be healthy enough to to be the player he once was when he was out there in Los Angeles. Yeah, there's no doubt when he was healthy, and of course we saw him a lot inside the division. You know, he's just so so big, and he's good around the basket. He really changes things of how you can attack the team and and how you have to defend the team. And and so so right now, where, where do they go? Where where what direction? Uh, do the Sixers go? Do they do they blow it up? Or who do they sign to bring back? What core are they looking at? Yeah, well, I think the core that they'll, and I don't want to say build around, because when I say build around somebody, I would that, that's like a foundation player to me. So I think they have some players that they can build with. Uh, Drew Holiday at the point guard, uh, I, I like him. Obviously made his, his first all-star appearance this year. Um, he, young kid, 22 years old, still learning the game. I think he's going to be fine, one of the top ten point guards in the league for, for a few years. Uh, Thaddeus Young, uh, an energy player, a tweener type of guy who does create mismatch problems and probably is best off coming off somebody's bench as opposed to being a starter. But he's another nice piece to have. And, and then after that, it's, it's, it's a lot of question marks. Evan Turner hasn't really come to fruition in the way people thought he would in the NBA. Uh, Spencer Hawes is under contract for another year. You have some spotty pieces here and there, 
Um, and, and salary cap wise, they're kind of tied up. Even though they lose Bynum, they only have about 11 or 12 million under the cap going into this year. So this is going to going to try to be a or look to be kind of a trial and error type of season for the Sixers. They haven't named a coach yet. Uh, they've been playing, bringing players in for workouts for the draft without a head coach, a new general manager and president and Sam Hinkie. So it, it's a very questionable off season here. You wonder if this season coming up is just going to be one where they look at things, uh, maybe have a coach for rent for a year or something like that, and then the next year they're going to have a lot of salary cap room. Uh, they could have a very, very high draft pick. Maybe the year, that's the year that they really you know go for broke. Because they're really caught, and the Warriors were caught in this spot for a long time, let me tell you, is that you don't want to be the team that's winning 35 to 40 games because then you're you're right in the middle. You're never bad enough to get the you know one, two, or three pick and maybe get a game changer. And I, I'll be it, there's no game changer in this year's draft. There might be in next year's draft. And, and if you're caught in the middle there, that's a tough place to get out of. No, no question. And, and the Sixers have been, you know, like you said, the Warriors were also, but the Sixers have been mired in mediocrity since, you know, the early 2000s. Ever since Allen Iverson left, it's, it's been a bunch of seasons right around the 500 mark, occasionally, you know, dipping below. You had Eddie Jordan here for a year, which was a disaster last year with the injuries and stuff didn't work out at all. But yeah, you're exactly right. You get that 15th, 14th, 15th, 16th pick, which isn't going to come in and, and help you all that much. Um, you know, the salary cap has hurt them for years, and uh, you know that's that's where you are. And it, it takes something special, a Steph Curry, uh, you know, a David Lee to have a great year. It takes something special to be able to get someone does better than you think, becomes that star that you in, in waiting that you you really didn't see coming out of the draft. And then getting lucky with your money, and, and none of that has happened for the Sixers at all recently. So, Bob, uh, how is the fan base, you know, taking the Sixers? Because, you know, I, I'm not even going into the, the the history of the city in terms of of sports fans, but just because it's such a great basketball town, they know good basketball when they see it. And I, I am I'm assuming that last year they figured out pretty early that Biden wasn't going to be around. It was going to be a tough year. Yeah, the fan base is, is kind of falling off. It's it's funny. You, the Sixers, ever since the season ended, have been just absolutely silent as to, to where they're going. I mean, they named, um, as I said, they named Sam Hinkie as their general manager and president, and president late on a Friday afternoon, which we all know PR 101. That's, that's when you announce news that you don't like. But that's what they did, and, and Sam Hinkie has been nothing but silent since he's been here. They, they've brought players in to work out for the draft, and usually media is allowed to, to go in and talk to these players. That's not happening. We're not allowed to talk to the players. They're having nobody in the organization talk about the players they're bringing in. They're not letting us know who they bring in. And uh, as far as a coaching search goes, we've heard nothing. Phone calls aren't answered. Uh, nobody's commenting on the record. So uh, it's, it's just one big secret right now, and all that's doing to the fan base is making them fall off the vine. It's it's just apathy here as far as the 76ers go. It's not that people are, are calling talk radio shows or, or getting on websites and complaining about them. People just aren't even talking about them. Which is probably the worst thing that, that could happen. So, so, Bob, as our draft has progressed here at Warriors.com, our mock draft, and if it, if it plays out the way it has, uh, what would the Sixers do with this 11th pick? Well, I'll tell you, for the guys that have gone off the board, um, I, 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 if, if Cody Zeller's there, I really think the Sixers like him. You already have him off the board. So I'm going to say they just need talent. The Sixers need talent. So I, I think 
if, if it plays out this way so far, I would say Shabazz Muhammad from from um, from UCLA would be the guy that they're going with. So Shabazz Muhammad, who's uh, well, he said he was nineteen. Now we find out he is actually yeah. actually twenty. Um, exactly. Would, would any of that, and the fact that his dad's embroiled in some some legal stuff, would any of that scare away the Sixers? Well, I'll tell you, they're just not in a position for that right now, Tim. I mean, they, they just have to get basketball players in here, and I totally understand what you're saying. That Doug Collins was still here, and they were still going that avenue that they were going down when he was here as far as bringing in good people, good players and all that. I would. There's no way I would think Muhammad would be on the radar. radar. But uh, they just need good players. And this kid is, is has been built up to be, uh, you know, since day one, since he entered college, and all through high school has, has been billed as being NBA ready. A good size, 6'6", 225, a good, strong, powerful kid. Uh, can shoot shoot it from the outside a little bit. Obviously, the the, the mental state is, is something that you worry about. But, uh, you know, the Sixers can't be in a position right now to, to cross off, cross anyone off the board. They, they need to go for talent. And the guys that you have off the board, he seems the most intriguing to me. And a final thought from you, uh, Bob, just, just as a – as a as a fan, uh, did you get a chance to watch the Dr. J uh, documentary on NBA TV? And if so, what were your thoughts? I did. I actually went to the premiere, which was here in Philadelphia, uh, with Julius Irving uh, present and all. Um, it's absolutely wonderful, just, just wonderful. And, and as a person who grew up in the Philadelphia area, uh, whose timing, you know, as a young kid and, and loving basketball, Julius Irving coming to the city when I was 10 years old and watching his whole career. I mean, everything that was in there was just, was you know, as a fan, to me, special uh, to watch, bringing back so many memories and, and, you know, hitting on a guy that, that just people, you know, this day and age that are, that are younger than me just don't know what Julius Irving meant to the NBA. And uh, they go as far back as maybe Michael Jordan now, most of the fans of the league. And, and to, to see something like this played out so well and show the type of person he was and what he meant to the NBA, I thought it was it was extra special. I remember as a kid uh, outside of Hartford, Connecticut, going to a Celtics-Sixers preseason game, and my brother made sure we got there real early because he said, we're going to watch the Sixers take their layup line. And that was just <laughs> as entertaining as the game itself. It was unbelievable. They uh, had some unbelievable talent on that team back then. It was just incredible. Yes, it was. Bob Cooney of the Philadelphia Daily News, thank you so much for helping us mock the 2013 NBA draft. Tim, anytime. Thanks for having me. So the Pac-12 getting a selection there. Shabazz Muhammad of UCLA going to the Philadelphia 76ers as we continue the 2013 NBA mock draft. We're done with 11 picks, and now... Uh, it's on to pick number 12. And the Oklahoma City Thunder had that selection via a trade with the Toronto Raptors. What will the Thunder do? Stay tuned here at Warriors.com.